Welcome, you're listening to Wannabe, a pop culture podcast. I am James. And I am John. And yes, here we are. <laughs> still <laughs> still divided by a screen. No, yes, yeah, still divided by a screen. Um, but, you know, we're making the most of it. I am, you know, kind of getting used to quarantine now. I don't know if that's well, a good thing or a bad really thing. we don't really have any other choice at this stage. <laughs> no, that's true. Apparently here in Los Angeles, we're going to be indoors until... July, August? I, I don't know. read I read August. So but slowly things will be opening up over that period of time. Probably things we don't really need. Yeah. Um, but I just saw that like sporting events are gonna start again, but without fans. I'm like, I don't I really that does nothing for me. Not interested. I, I need to know when the gym opens and when I can get a freaking haircut. Haircut is number one, obviously, because mm. I really fucked it up last week. Yes, um, you did. Yes, I showed you a picture of the back of my head, mm-hmm. and it was pretty fucking terrible because I was in a rush. I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I mean, the first time you did it, success. Second time, epic failure. Epic failure, but it's It was okay. a mixture of, uh, and this is from the back. I'm not saying you look like this from the front, but it was a mixture somehow of Adolf Hitler and Freddie Mercury. Well, that's because I also had a mustache that I was rocking last week. No, but just from the back, if I'd just seen the back of your head, I, it kind of, you just managed to make a shape. <laughs> well, it was a nightmare. A lot. I mean, I was in a rush that day because I had to drop off the clippers back to your place. And I also had to get my second coronavirus test, which I still have not gotten the results back for. But Useless. Hoping I'm negative. I mean, at this stage, unless you've contracted it again somehow, like, no. No. It's definitely negative at this point. Like, it's been it's been a good four weeks since your initial symptom. Yeah, it's been over a month, actually, since, yeah, my, so since my fever. So, you're out of the woods. I think at this point, we just need to start taking everything into our own hands and make our own sensible decisions. It sounds like you want to hang out with me again. I mean... Mm, I would be more willing to do the podcast in person. We can sit on the other ends of the table. <laughs> That's fine. I'm kind of getting sick and tired of doing it over this internet, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it could be worse. Could it? It could be worse. Anyway, <laughs> so, Want to Be a Pop Culture Podcast, as we mentioned, has turned mostly into a TV podcast, which is totally fine by me because I have literally watched all of the television. Mm-hmm. On that note, we also have another podcast called Is This Your Life? Starring James and his brother. What's going on this week there? Uh, we Well, we released the Naomi Campbell episode. Uh, it's actually Naomi Campbell's, Campbell's birthday. to uh, What day is it today? Monday. It's her birthday on Wednesday. And I'm not even going to say how old she is, even though I know exactly how old she is, because I'm scared that she will sue us. Well, that was one of the things we didn't know when we were trying to when we were doing the podcast. So we obviously made that information up as we like to do. Uh, but it, it is her birthday on Wednesday. So we might do another like little push for that. To hopefully get some listeners out there. A but we, push. we are, I'm editing Michelle Obama. We recorded Michelle Obama and that is also going up this week. Very interesting ride that was. I can only imagine. Did you happen to watch the Becoming documentary on Netflix yet? Well, no, because I needed to do the, podcast episode before watching Becoming because I didn't want the information. Of course. Yeah. So, so no, you haven't I'm, recorded yet. No, I've recorded I've recorded 
the podcast. I okay. don't want... See, just so that you understand what the Is This Your Life podcast is about, everybody. It's, it's celebrity biographies told by myself and my brother. We tend to pick celebrities or public figures that we know enough about, but not really. So we just fill in the blanks with versions of the truth that we feel seem right. And you know, sometimes I prefer your versions than what actually happens in real life. Yeah, me too. It's a shame. But yeah, no, so I didn't watch Becoming because I wanted to wait until after I've recorded, which I have done, but I just haven't got to home to watch Becoming because I'm well knee deep in everything else. Well, Becoming is a heartwarming, quick documentary, so. Quick? Nothing. Yeah, it's quick. It's only like 80 minutes. It's a, it's a, oh, it's it's a one off. Watch. Yeah, it's a one off, not a series. Oh, oh great. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, I'll yeah. slip that if in. If you haven't watched Becoming, watch Becoming on Netflix. Also thrilled to announce that. Uh, Jake, you may remember, was a guest star on our podcast um, for the Spice Girls. We did a Melanie, Melanie C. episode. He was mm-hmm. our guest. Jake and I are going to do an offshoot where we're going to focus solely on the discography of my favorite person, Madonna. Yes. And I am I want to say that I'll listen to it for support. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, me and Madonna, we don't gel. So, no. but yeah, it'd be interesting to listen to you talk about something so passionately other than the Spice Girls and television. So maybe, maybe I'll dip in and out of a few episodes that I know, like Like a Prayer and mm. Holiday. Yeah, we'll be starting them soon. We've already recorded two, but I think we're going to do probably one more kind of to get our little sea legs going. We're going album by album and it'll be just oh. like the Spice Girls one in easy format, easy to follow. Um, less comedy because I think you and I are, are the comedy queen sometimes. I mean, let's not be mean to Jake. I'm sure he's a funny no, person. No, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> I'm, I'm going into this as more of like a music no, this critic is, Yes, 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 yes. I understand. Well, I mean, Jake is very much a, a music critic. You know, he's very serious about his music. And I do remember this from the Mel C episode is that he had some points. and often He came prepared. He came very prepared. And often... You know, it was more, he was, he was needing to get the information out about the beats per minute and the tempos. And I was just interested in, did Melcy have a lesbian haircut at that time or not? And the answer is usually yes. Priorities, guys. Priorities. Priorities. Speaking of the Spice Girls, this week, the Twitter Spice fans were ablaze because finally, after (gasps) 12, 12 years, if not a little bit more, uh, the footage leaked from their Return of the Spice Girls tour. Mm-hmm. And it has really been a joy to watch this week, I must say. It's been, you know, I've been watching little bit by little bit, and it just, like, brings back so many memories. Mm, well, that's the one that I never attended, so it's been really nice for me to see that in its full... Properly edited yes. glory. full spread. Uh, that's been a joy. It has made me a little bit sad that we probably still won't get a 2019 update of Spice World. But I think in these Corona times, as we've mentioned many times, we're just very grateful that Spice World 2019 was 2019 and not Spice oh, World God, 2020. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I thank the Spice heavens above. <laughs> yeah. For but that. But no real, other, show. no other real Spice news, I don't think, right? not really you know you know we're, we're always going to return to the spice girls when they're in the headlines but i exactly. think it was it, if if you need something to do and you can't fall asleep just throw in the return of the spice girls madison square garden it's a great show do it come on and do it <laughs> no don't get me started <laughs> okay. what else is going on with you this week 
Um, well, let's see. I don't know. It's again much of the, much of the same guys. Not much to report. I have had two dinners this evening, though. I think that might be an interesting point. Is that why to... we're recording so late? That's, yeah, that's <laughs> why we delayed by an extra hour because I started making one dinner, and the ingredients. So, FYI, I'm a fantastic chef. Okay, like I can make pretty much anything, and it always comes out good. Not to brag, I will but, vouch for you. Yeah, like uh, you know, I can make a good dinner, and I. But I had a rogue ingredient that wasn't mine. It was given to me, and I wasn't 100% sure what it was. Because it's never your fault. wasn't my fault. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It was a frozen sausage of some sort. They didn't know the flavor. They didn't know the meat. Who was they? I don't want to get into that story right now. (laughs) Maybe we'll save that for another day. But they gave me this sausage. (laughs) Who gave you a sausage? Who was randomly giving you sausages? No, that's not an important part of the story. It was a rogue frozen sausage, and to me it smelled fit like fish, and I was like, yuck, who makes a fish sausage? But it wasn't fish, apparently. Apparently it was chicken. So I cooked an entire meal based on the flavor of this sausage, only to find out that the sausage was probably off <laughs> when it was frozen, and I had to throw it all in the bin. Well, I ate the rice and the potato from the sausage dinner but I just threw away the sausage but then I was still hungry so I ruffled through the freezer and found an old Domino's pizza in there and microwaved that and the fuck is in your freezer these days (laughs) are you Mary Poppins like what do you mean you found a Domino's pizza in your freezer (laughs) I'm a little scared (laughs) well anytime you don't eat the entire pizza which obviously we know is rare for me very rare that's why i'm shocked there was one in there no but well i mean it wasn't a whole boxed pizza it was like random slices like in different parts of the freezer in foil so i just pulled them all out and made an entire pizza oh did you have a meltdown I was a little bit angry. Yeah, I was a little bit angry. There was a bit of tension between me and my husband about how many slices of pizza we were going to have between the two of us. And, you know, he had slightly more of the previous dinner. So, you know, anyway, I digress. That's how exciting things are in quarantine times. (laughs) I mean, watch out for those rogue sausages, ladies and gentlemen. Do not take rogue sausages from strangers. No, I think that's actually quite, quite great advice for life. Mm hmm. What about you? <laughs> I made um, stuffed peppers with a cheesesteak. Okay. I don't know why. I was really in the mood for cheesesteak, but like... I don't quite know what a cheesesteak is. Cheesesteak is just like thinly sliced ribeye steak with onions. Um, and, and cheese? And cheese, pretty much. Usually on, on, a, on a piece of bread. Except okay. I did not have the bread. I put them in a sausage. A pepper, <laughs> not a sausage. Not sausage. <laughs> <laughs> stuffed sausage. No, stuffed pepper. Oh, interesting. Um, it was good. It was good. It was fine. It was low carb, low carb. Because you're on a diet, I see. I'm on a fucking no. I'm not on a diet. <laughs> no, you need to eat some food though. Uh, yeah. I can well. barely see John behind his microphone. He's so thin. Thank you. <laughs> the name of my podcast should have been Skinny Legend. Skinny Spice. <laughs> That's uh, weird that we never called you Skinny Spice. Actually, come to think of it, but you know. Well, I am quite cheeky. True. True, true. Um, but other than that, nothing, anything. No, I mean, I've I've been in I've been inside. I did go for a walk. Well um, done. Sporting my my lovely cloth mask all the way from China. Uh, <laughs> You're that's welcome. probably why it took so fucking long to arrive. 
And uh, that's that's pretty. I mean, I've watched everything on TV. I'm reading a book. I don't know what else to do. I'm not hanging out with anybody. Good. But that's what we like to know. Self-isolating. I am really burping a lot. I don't know if it's picking up on this, but whatever. It, it did not, a little bit. It's the rogue sausage. Yeah, and I'm not editing it out today. I haven't got time. So, I mean, talking of television, <laughs> let's talk about our entire podcast, no? What do we want to get into today? Do we want to let the listeners know what's coming up? Oh, yes. We have, you know, fallen in love with the Real Housewives for many years now. We've always wanted to talk to them. So they're kind of becoming kind of a staple in this podcast. And yes. today's going to be no different. We're going to talk about Beverly Hills. We're going to talk about New York. We're going to talk about Atlanta. And maybe some others that I might pepper in as we Ooh, go. I love I've a got good some, pepper. I've got some notes. Um, We're going to talk about we, RuPaul's Drag yes, Race, absolutely. too. absolutely. We need to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. And then there's a couple of other shows scripted that... I have to talk about, and then I'm sure you have a yes. merry list of those. I too. actually have some great scripted recommendations to give people this week, so I'm super, super excited to talk about them. Yay. Oh, I see you hold it. I thought you were going to give me an ad for Coke Zero for a second there. You're holding it so perfectly to the camera. Yeah. You can't see this, obviously, people, but it's cute. But this is also why I keep burping, because I'm drinking a carbonated drink. Carbonated drink. <laughs> anyway, shall we take a quick break and then dive into the Real Housewives? I think that you're right. <gasps> Let's do it. Looking for your next vacation getaway? Of course not. We're in a pandemic. For now, your next great vacation is only in your dreams. That's why it's important to sleep like royalty with Plush, your next great affordable mattress. With Plush, you're guaranteed a great night of sleep with the sweetest of dreams. How can we guarantee such a thing? Well, we can't. But for a low price of $1.99, the only thing having night terrors will be all your neighbors jealous they haven't hopped on the Plush Express with you. Get Plush today. Welcome back to Wannabe, a pop culture podcast. I'm John. And I'm James. And this is now what I call the Housewives Block. Oh, the Real Housewives of Podcasts. Oh. <laughs> and which city shall we start with today? Uh, why don't we start with Atlanta? I knew you were going to say Atlanta. Is it because that's fresh on my mind? Yes, and it's also kind of the least interesting at the moment. I think so. Well, because a reunion is very different to, a, you know, an actual episode where you've built up a storyline. So True, but I love a reunion. Sometimes the reunions are the highlight for me. It feels like, like it a depends. wrestling match. Yeah, it depends. It depends. Some reunions can be snorry. Um, True. But so I just for just so everybody knows, I was behind in Atlanta. I think if you'd listened to our last couple of podcasts, we didn't really bring it up because I was behind. So I had to watch the finale episode and then last night I watched both part part one and part two of the Resumian. Is and that what you? It, I mean, uh, Resumian is what I think it should be called. They just called it the Zoom reunion. Which, okay. by the way, I have to say, kudos to Bravo, kudos to editors. I think they did a really good job of making the Zoom reunion kind of really engaging and technically it looked great, it sounded great, except for Cynthia, who like couldn't get her mic right or something well, but surprisingly i also thought andy was very bad quality i've been thinking andy's been bad quality too when i watch watch what happens live i'm like can they send him a better like something to, to do the show he seems to be really like uh lagging and he's always a little bit pixelated in comparison yeah. to everyone else so yeah. i mean <laughs> it's your network like fix that shit but I mean, what did you think just of the way they did it? I thought it was great. I was very surprised. I was very much not wanting to watch it because I didn't want to have that 
uh, veil, you know, dropped. Yeah. Because I think, you know, as we often talk about with housewives and stuff like that, so there's this element of you, things that you can't touch, things you can't see, and like the magic behind everything. And I think a reunion is very much over the top and glamorous. So I was nervous about seeing everybody in their own homes. But it worked. It was glamorous. I think they all, you know, they all dressed like they were at going to the real reunion. I think Portia understands comedy, like, oh. in a weird way. Like, she knew yeah, exactly, yeah. like, how to play to the camera, how to mm-hmm. play with her little words. Like, when she said that Eva, uh, her boobs were social distancing, <laughs> I about fell out. Uh, me too. I mean, Portia brought, really brought it. And I would say that she's by far the standout of this whole thing. Very much. Um, and she needs to be doubled. Her pain needs to be doubled. I was about to say, what, you want to clone her? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, definitely don't want to clone her. But I think that she's really stepped into, um, because her She's on the, the star for me. Yeah. And I think that she was kind of bubbling away at that, like the last Well, she did get kicked season. off at one point and then come back, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Before she obviously learned that lesson. Um, but I really enjoyed it. There was... I will say that there was a lot of times when I struggled to understand what was going on. And I think that would be to do with the Zoom call. I think it was a little bit of that. And I think, one, the finale, nothing really happens. And I think it's been a few months now. So obviously, friendships have kind of shifted. Like Nini against Candy for some reason, I couldn't figure out. And then Well, Eva... they've been at it for years. But like, they were fine this season. So I was I was a little shocked to see that. But then, I don't know, what I really enjoyed was like, even though... Tanya, who's grown on me, like she didn't really add anything. Just like seeing her, like every now and then they cut to her and she'd be like, nah. yeah, because <laughs> she was enjoying it with us. <laughs> and then at one point, like Portia was complimenting Cynthia, saying like she's beautiful, and Tanya <laughs> just comes in, oh, is she beautiful? <laughs> I cracked up. I, like, I couldn't stop. Yeah. It was too funny. And then thank God, Nini actually like showed up. And was doing her job for once. Because I'm yes. so over Nini. I would fire Nini off the show in two seconds. Well, it was interesting because she kept saying, um, and I, because I watched three episodes in a row, I can't remember if it was the finale or the reunion, but she kept saying that, you know, it was her show. You couldn't do it without her. You couldn't do it without her. And I kept looking at my husband and we were like, she, she wasn't on the show at one point. Yeah, and it we've was done fine. the show without her and it was yeah, fine. Yeah, it was fine. Um, and I always but, say for a housewife, it's always kind of, the nail in the coffin when they think that we can't do the show without you. And then the oh, show's 100%. just fucking fine. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. As long as you get the right mix still. Uh, but she she did storm off twice. <laughs> Which so, I appreciated. I think that, no, was, that, that added to the drama. I did too. But can answer me this? Because for me, it seemed suspicious. Because... When you close your laptop, it usually just closes. But the fact that both times it was a little, like, open. Yeah, she didn't fully close it. I think she knew, like, oh, shit, if I close this laptop, I'm not going to fucking know how to connect to Zoom again. Do you reckon? Yeah. Okay. Because I was a bit like, oh, is this is this expected to... Did she plan? Oh, I'm sure she planned it. That's why she didn't close it all the way. Because I think if she was actually angry, she would have closed it all the way. She would have slapped it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, what I found interesting, too, was when Andy asked them who had gotten glam done. And Mm. every single one of them raised their hands, except for Candy. Except for Candy, I think. um, Who has the most money. But it's funny. Like, none of them are social distancing then. They're just living their life. I bet you they had a full production crew in that fucking house. Well, I mean, I thought Cynthia wouldn't have raised her hand because she looked terrible. (laughs) It's the wig. It was a bad it wig. Was the, it was the dress. It was a, like everything was lopsided. You know what it I was... think, though? It's, it's 
I think according to the first reunion, it was like eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning in Atlanta. And Cynthia was in L.A., so it could have been super fucking early for her. Yeah, I did think that after the fact, but <laughs> she definitely looked sleepy. But she Cynthia's did... never really like high energy anyway. No, but it was it was quite like it was quite a different Cynthia to, to normal. She didn't even really say anything. She no. does often like interject and start yelling and things. Well, oh, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> Um, Marlo, I appreciate Marlo turning up. She was the only one who had set designed her background. I don't know if you noticed. I did, but it looked like she wasn't part of the like. She didn't fit Jungle. the scheme. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was interesting. I love yeah. Marlo. I love Marlo. Apparently, she's getting a diamond next season, or she's she's finally decided that it's okay to take the diamond, yeah, or not the her. diamond, whatever they hold. The peach. peach. Yeah. yeah. So I would be up for that. I mean, it's fine. Do we have one more part for the reunion? Or is it yeah, over? Yeah, so no, it's a three-part. Then they do four one year. I was like, this is too did much. Did they? They did four one year. I, I think it was New York, maybe. Oh, no, that's too that many. That was a lot. It was too, too fucking much. Too many. Speaking of New York, we also had that this week. Thank God. I always feel much better when New York is on. I'm, I'm going to be really pissed when, like, you know how they randomly will take, like, a, a week off mid-season? Yes. I don't think that should be allowed. I think it should be banned during the It should be banned. It should be banned. I, um, so you usually forget what's happened in New York by the time we discuss it. Do you remember? I do. <laughs> Luann took them to, like, upstate New York to, like, a little pumpkin to a weed, apple orchard. A weed vineyard? Yes. What I want to say right off the bat, though, is how Ramona is like thriving now that bethany's gone <laughs> oh so much it's actually kind of refreshing to see a softer side of ramona and to see her be kind of just really nice and yeah i think we're still getting all sides of her which is good so we're still getting like the crazy ramona the you know lunatic ramona aggressive ramona but we are seeing a little bit more of that softer side that comes in on occasion she she can't maintain it for very long. But when it's there, it's nice. Yeah, I think, again, it's because Bethany is really the only person she had beef with over the years. And I think Bethany kind of disarms her a little bit, especially because Bethany became so super successful that it probably threw Ramona. Yeah, true. Um, but Ramona's been quite refreshing. But yes, anyway, so Luann, of course, I mean, I cannot... Why do they insist on, like always concocting some weird excuse to take them on a trip just have them go we don't i don't need to know why you're going to japan paris or the poconos like just yeah, fucking go so weird when they do that we you know we are expecting you to have to go somewhere just go but luann was all playing the hostess like oh look at this van isn't have you ever seen a van so marvelous i'm like it's a fucking mercedes sprinter calm down luann uh, but <laughs> oh, i appreciated this that van. <laughs> but i sometimes i I understand Luann as a <laughs> Of course you because do. Because when you put so much effort into something... She didn't put any effort into that. I don't know. I think she did. She was, seemed very proud of what she was doing. And I think that I would also want recognition for the oh. good choices I've made. Oh, look at this van. It's <laughs> a wonderful Do you know van. what she didn't like? Leah's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what's fucked up, though, is... I don't re quite remember what neighborhood Leah lives in, but it's a good one. And her apartment easily is going to be, like, at least a million dollars if she owns it. Uh, I don't know if she owns it. She might rent it. I don't I know. I don't know that her apartment would be a million dollars. I assume everything in New York is a million dollars. No, I would be close to, but it definitely wasn't a million dollar apartment. 
But um, again, she's 37 years old. I think, you know, she has a two-bedroom apartment in Manhattan, which is going to be expensive. Oh, for sure. And regard, you can only get a big place if you've got a lot of money. And her place was actually not that tiny. Like, it wasn't oh. actually tiny. I mean, the living room space was small. I mean, most kitchens in New York are terrible regardless. Even if you've got a big apartment, the kitchen's sure. usually always tiny. I mean, but this goes back to our conversation about Potomac, where, you know, Robin used to drive a Nissan. And <laughs> we want these shows, at least I want these shows, to be aspirational. And the fact that I have a larger apartment than Leah is a bit disturbing to me. Yeah, but you're also out in the valley. <laughs> yeah. Well, excuse me. Excuse me. So is Dorit, Kyle, and all the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, but that's why I'm a bit angry with Beverly Hills too. But we'll get to that when we when we finish discussing New York. I, I don't know. Leah's apartment was. It was fine. I mean, it was it, fine. It, it was, was fine. just the comedy of it. But you know that feeling of when like you go into somewhere and you're a bit like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, just Luann's uh, interviews where she's like, "You really want me to tell you what I think about our apartment?" <laughs> Well, I mean, what can I say? I mean, I love how humble she is. <laughs> what a great compliment. Uh, it was a joy. It was a joy. But I actually really liked that whole episode. I really appreciate Tins- Tins- Tinsdale. Tinsdale? <laughs> I really appreciate her as a character in Real Housewives. And I know I've said this before, and we're not 100% sure what's going on. But I will miss her if she doesn't stick it out. I agree. I, there's actually a lot of people on Twitter and people that I talked to that have been saying they don't like her. And I'm like, you guys are missing the comedy of Tinsley. Yes. She's just so she delusionally perfect. Yes. She provides this Upper East Side kind of 70-year-old woman mentality in a young woman's body. And but yet she also projects a, tw- a 14-year-old girl's energy when she's with her mom. So yes, it gives you like everything. It, yeah, exactly. You're getting a little bit of everything. And... <laughs> Like, I don't know. I just, I don't like to see anyone being bullied, to be fair. And Dorinda is bullying her. At, but Tin, the way she reacts to everything, I still think she holds her own. Well, Tinsdale has a bit of Alex McCord in the sense that, like, like why is everyone trying to shush her when she, like, when she was trying to fight back with Dorinda, Ramona's like, shush, shush, shush. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, calm the fuck down. Let her, let her speak. And I think yeah. she needs, that's why she kind of exploded. But um, she can hold her own, I think. I th- she definitely can. I mean, the problem is is she she results to crying, which is very frustrating. As um, somebody who also likes confrontation, I would rather you just like keep going at it instead of having a breakdown. So that is a little frustrating. But in all fairness, Dorinda and the way she was behaving was really disgusting. Yeah, Dorinda's irritating me. She's she's almost being cruel. She's um, she's being like acting also like a seven year old. Like, when she was doing all those impressions, and she's like, I can't even remember what she was saying at this point, but she, she was, did impressions? She, well, she was doing impre- impressions of Tin. I keep wanting to call her Tinsdale. Tinsdale. Um, she was doing impressions of Tinsley. You know, oh, my hair, I don't know whether to wear it in bunches or oh, well, like I mean, everything. That w- but that was a funny... I, I would give Dorinda, of all her points, I was like, yeah, that was when Tin, Tinsdale was being super ridiculous when she's yeah, talking but, about her hair. Like, that's fine. That's her That's her issue. Dorinda is a jealous woman, and she has a lot of issues, and she's clearly decided just to take them out on Tinsley. I agree. But you know who's also kind of annoying me is Sonia. I knew you was going to say that. Sonia, uh, we have a, a up-and-down relationship. Some seasons I really like her, and I think she's comedy gold. 
some seasons I think she overdoes it and I think she's in a season where she's overdoing it like with mm. her like just that whole scene where they're in front of that guy who's like uh. trying to teach them oh, I thought he was gay by the way but they were oh I thought he was gay um, I mean I at least that's the vibe that I got but um what's her face Sonia was just being like so over the top and like mm. rude over the top like yeah, trying I, I, to be like funny and like shock value funny like we get it you can scream vagina really loudly it's not funny no and when she also when dorinda was having a massive go at tinsley and she kept chiming in on the side yeah it was like kind of weird and you know she's definitely i kind of put it to the fact that she's drinking a lot more because i remember there was a couple of seasons where she stopped drinking as much and she actually seemed to be a bit more switched on and it was she was doing Mm. things a bit more naturally so i think that she's probably just in that mode of just drinking too much and not knowing what she's doing i don't know what's up with dorinda though i feel like she needs someone to rein her in and i feel like bethany was usually pretty good at doing Mm, that that's true and like everyone kind of respected bethany because of her super success yeah but nobody's there to kind of rein sonia back rein dorinda back push ramona out a little bit (laughs) yeah no you're right there isn't that person but nonetheless i'm kind of liking the way it's all unfolding for sure except for what's her face her face, the the girl, the girl that's on the show. That every time I'm like, why is she on the show? What, oh, she Elise? Elise, Elise, she's trying. She's trying. She's trying. Bad for her. I do, but I think that, I mean, what's difficult is, is that she's already being introduced in such a weird way that it's going to make everybody dislike her. Yeah, but I think that's her own fault because obviously they craft the storyline after it's already been kind of shot. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of her, like. I remember last season they had Barb, who Barb was weird. I forgot Barb was on the show, but Barb had some moments now that I think about. Yeah, like, yeah she did. Barb was there. Elise is like barely there. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on with that. But she did. She did try to. She did try to spark the whole thing at that lunch though, because they did just she? sat down. Yeah, they just sat down. She was like, "So, what's going on with John?" <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that's a spark. That's just a normal... That's a perfectly every, normal conversation starter. Everyone else, it cut away to everyone's confessionals. And they were all like, oh, really, Elise? This is when you want to do it? Like, that. they all said that. Well, so clearly it was a bit of a weird timing thing. Otherwise, not everyone so. would have agreed. Can I just also touch before we... Because I feel like our consensus shift coming. Um, but Real Housewives of New York's Sonia Morgan was on The Worst Cooks in America. Have you seen the clips on Twitter? I don't even know what that show is. I've heard oh. I heard about it when she was on it, but I don't know what that is. I love that show. It's basically, it is what it is. It's The Worst Cooks in America. They have a regular version, which is on often, and then occasionally they've had a celebrity version. Uh, I remember the last, one of the last seasons, it had like... Uh, one of the Jersey Shore men on it. What's his name? Mike? Mike Remember the Situation? Him? Yeah, they had him on. So just like random people. But this season, Sony Morgan was on the ep- on, I think, one episode. I think she gets kicked off relatively quickly. And the bits of footage that I've seen, I need to go onto Hulu and have a watch because it just looks very, very entertaining. Well, I heard that she was using a toaster oven, which obviously she's famous for and mm-hmm. never released. And she should have released it because it was quite the out there, out there project. <laughs> yes. But she apparently she can't even use a toaster oven. Well, she can't do anything. She, she set the kitchen on fire. She nearly burnt to death the woman who hosts the show. Um, so very entertaining. I suggest anybody that loves Sonia to go and watch that. Sonia. Sexy Sonia with a J. Is she beautiful? <laughs> Where shall we go next, please, caller? 
Well, we can go to Beverly Hills or AKA the Valley where I live because yeah. that's where all the housewives live. The too. real housewives of the fucking Valley. They I'm have not moved. interested in going to Ventura Boulevard one more time. To some I am. Cafe. I miss Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> oh, get me out. Oh God. No, I mean, it is, it is slightly irritating, but I get it. Like everyone's having to move out of the central areas because the prices are so high. Well, no, I think what people also don't really realize is like Beverly Hills is like known for you're either very old and living in Beverly Hills or there's like a very significantly large Persian community. It's not like a youthful place to to be. I think you if you you associate that with the Beverly Flats. I associate I do. that with the flats. Yeah, see I don't think of Beverly Hills as the flats because I kind of just that's just generic Beverly Hills to me. I just think of Beverly Hills as once you get past Sunset Boulevard and go up into the actual hills. But then it's I all think very it's more Bel Air. No, but it's not. I cycle around it, it every day. Is. No, it it's is. not. It's it not. It kind of is Bel Air. No, it's, it's not. It's a little Bel Air. Not until you get to Beverly Glen. Anyway, the point is <laughs> Most of them have moved. They live in Encino. They live in Pasadena. Ugh, terrible. They live, I think Lisa Rinna technically lives in Beverly Hills. It, she does live in, I think it actually comes under city of Los Angeles, in all fairness. Mm. Yeah. Great. But for intents and purposes, she's at the top of that street, which I almost said, but <laughs> I don't want to give out her location. Um, no. Anyway, this time uh, the episode starts with Kyle, of course, finishing up at uh, Denise's dinner. She storms off. <laughs> Ragamuffin. Ragamuffin. It came out a second time. It did. I like that Denise said that she wasn't offended by that. I, I mean, Ragamuffin is just like a raggedy I mean, child. You can't get upset with somebody calling you a ragamuffin. What a word. What a word. <laughs> Where did it go next? I don't even remember. I don't remember, but I feel like th- I want to say like, this is the problem now. It's only been a week, but I can't fucking remember anything. But I remember really liking the episode. Oh, oh I, know. I mean, of course. No, I Hello. know what happened. No, but you're going to now skip to the dinner. I will. You're already skipping to the Go dinner. Go for it. I won't skip. I won't skip. But let's just kind of just build it up a little bit. So we left the ragamuffin barbecue. We went to Erica Jane's weird downtown space where she works. Hollywood, apparently. not downtown. Oh, I don't know. Once you Very go past, different. Once you go past Fairfax. One is... <laughs> Hollywood is disgusting, and downtown is actually quite nice and certain. Well, downtown's up and coming. Hollywood is vile. Hollywood is Uh, vile. Yeah. That's another misconception. Beverly Hills is not very cool, and Hollywood is disgusting. No, the the sweet spot in LA is West Hollywood. You can't deny it. I I didn't say it. Well, I knew you was going to jump out just because you live there. No, I'm a real housewife. Everybody lives where I live. I'm Miss (laughs) Ventura Boulevard, 2020. Yes, you are. But the sweet spot in LA, to be fair, is kind of like the West Hollywood, which is sandwiched between Beverly Hills and Hollywood, Hollywood. I guess. Um, But yes, that is a misconception, guys. If you are visiting the LA area after COVID-19, don't book a hotel in Hollywood. Hollywood. It is disgusting. It is vile. You want to book a West Hollywood hotel or even Beverly Hills hotels are nice. So a little bit of information for you there. Uh, (laughs) Look at us giving travel tips. (laughs) We should do a travel podcast. (laughs) Um, So yes, we had Erica's weird situation in Hollywood where she... She works there. It's a space. It's, it's her studio. I think it's, you know, it's what? her pied de terre. It's where she can go to kind of get away when From you know, she Tom. has. No, when she has like events. In, like Pasadena's a trek. And so to avoid traffic, I'm anytime not... she's working, if she has anything, she has a, a space in Hollywood that she can be at. Also, it's in the worst fucking location. I mean, to me, it looks. 
Wasn't it near Beauty in Essex, though? Uh, I think that's where they went. But anyway, that location's terrible. Well, it's, again, it is slightly on the up and come. Up and come. <laughs> up and come. Oh, dear. Two words you haven't heard for a long time. <laughs> oh, I've heard them. Haven't experienced them. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. what She gathered everyone well, at she her gathered Hollywood every... studio yes, for Delilah and, they... and Amelia Bell's thing. Yeah, because they had to walk down the road to Beauty in Essex where they had their release of their fashion line. Which I didn't Allegedly. know. Any, I didn't know anything about. But I love when Lisa's like, and there's a very special guest that they're working with. As if I thought it was going to be like someone worthwhile, but it was the fat Jewish. I was like, Are they, is it 2016 again? Yeah, apparently so. But I, th- you know, they get very excited about these random people. But I, so let's talk about this though, because obviously we had Sutton who immediately got defensive and very concerned about what was going to happen. Mm. And do you think that she was overreacting? Or not? No, I don't think she was overreacting because I think she has watched the shows before and I think she knows that she she understands production and I think she kind of thought, oh, well, we talked about this last week, so perhaps someone is going to set me up and bring this person that I'm clearly not getting along with. So I don't think she was overreacting. Um, I, I think she just got her buttons pushed way too easily by Dorit, and that's what makes Dorit an, a stellar housewife. Mm-hmm. You're correct. Correct in all thoughts. But no, she wasn't overreacting. All she said was, I didn't even freak out. Or what is, yeah, I'm I, have... oh, I'm going to flip out. Yeah, I'm but like, she out. didn't even say it in an aggressive way. She sort no. of just said it more in a way like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I feel so awkward is how it came across to me. I mean, she still said it in an annoying way. Like, if I was there, I'd be like, calm down. Nothing's happening. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Which, but again, as you say, then Dorit being a clever housewife as she has decided to turn it into something that it wasn't great exactly i'm here for it because then we got some great sutton moments i noticed i don't know if you noticed because everyone's giving sutton all the praise and i love her i think she's a great addition but it was actually garcelle that completely pushed her to do it did you say garcelle wasn't wasn't at the dinner so no i don't remember (laughs) no she was at the dinner garcelle was not at there was somebody at that dinner that went to her (laughs) There was somebody, I need to now go back and watch it, but there was somebody at the dinner that said to her, don't, don't let them say that. You need to stand up for yourself. And then she went, uh, uh, and then that's when she jumped back in. Who jumped back in? Sutton. Sutton? Yeah. Somebody said something to her that made her really react. Unless I, I'm getting it confused. No, no. Someone, I, I, someone did say that to her, but Garcelle wasn't there because it was Garcelle's... Oh, no. She was Garcelle's son's... Her, yeah, her son's birthdays, and she had the whole donut yes, tower. Yes, you're right. It wasn't them. Garcelle. So it must have been... Kyle? No, because it wouldn't be Kyle. Lois? <laughs> <laughs> was it Lois? Lois is Lisa Rinna's mom, who um, was delightfully there. Was it Denise? I don't know. I don't feel like Denise Erica? would push... Erica? Maybe it was Erica. Well, Erica didn't have anything else to say, so I'd be exactly. shocked if it was. But she, Erica does do that sometimes. She likes to come across that she's got all the attitude, but she actually pushes other people to do it for her. Well, she so wasn't maybe involved, it was Erica. so... I need to go back and, and check this information. Oh, could information. it have been could it, Teddy? Well, I don't <laughs> I think mean, Teddy... No, because no, Teddy and Sutton don't really see eye to eye either. Oh, you're so. right, you're right. Teddy wouldn't have helped Sutton. Yeah, maybe it was Kyle. I don't know now, but... If anyone can anyway, remember this information. Sutton popped off. She started yelling at Dorit. She started giving us iconic lines already, which Lisa Vanderpump could never do. Like, uh, uh, uh. let the mouse go. You've had your fun. Let, <laughs> let the mouse, mouse go. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good. And that's what makes Sutton a great housewife. And that's what makes Lisa Vanderpump useless. Useless. I, I can't even remember that she was on this show. So boring. Well, they keep flashing up to her every now and then. I'm like, can you do they? please? 
Yes, they did it this episode too. No, I I block it out. It's so null and void. Anyway, I like that. I like that Sutton popped off on Dorit. It got a little bit heated. Um, I would be mortified if this happened in public. I just. Uh, I guess I know because <laughs> it has happened in public. And I've been mortified. Uh, yeah, John does not like confrontation in an open space, guys. And I will if something happens, and I see that there's an injustice, I will deal with it there and then. I'm not telling the story. No, we don't need to tell the story. But I'm just saying, John definitely doesn't. You like could these have types gotten of... us killed. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. To make a long story short, someone wouldn't give up their parking space for me once. Um, they wouldn't move their car up. and There was enough space for two cars. There was enough space for two cars. James yelled at them. And at, I didn't no, yell. No, no, no. You didn't yell. Excuse me. You nicely asked them to move. They said nicely back no. <laughs> they did not say nicely back they no. They said no. She just said, no, I'm not moving. Which is and, fine. That's her and right. And then so it's I America. was like, yeah, no, I was like, uh, that's rude. You just need to move up a bit so we can just get on the end of the... Anyway, yeah. I drove off, parked <laughs> eventually, and then this is where the story <laughs> takes a turn. And why I will not support you on this is because you insisted. I joked. It was a joke. You had spit in your mouth. You were going to spit on her it car when we walked joke. by. It was a joke. I said, I'm going to spit on her door handles <laughs> when she comes back. She's it was not she... a joke. You were going to do it. I... Did not. I would never do that. It was you, a joke. The only reason you didn't is because they came out <laughs> right at that moment. And then you, of course, had to say something. And then they started screaming at you. I, but was I rude? And it di- I didn't raise my voice one time. You, you didn't m- raise your voice. No, no, I just said, I just stopped them. And I was like, guys, that was really rude what you did. I said, all you needed to do was move forward. We've now had to park miles away. And we could have <laughs> I mean, parked it here. It was not miles away, None but sure. Nonetheless. And I was like, we could have parked here. Well... I've never been yelled at so much in all my life by just three random strangers. Well, and I was scared to death because I don't know these people. They were I don't know the neighborhood. Not I don't know them. You, a, you, a man started saying fuck you to you. And I didn't know if he had a gun. I live in America. <laughs> that could very well happen. These people did not have any Anyway, such while you things. started screaming, I was half a block up by that point. <laughs> watching from a safe distance. Uh, you said you wasn't going to tell the story, but here we are. Well, we told it. It's said. Now we said it. Now we said it. <laughs> let the mouse go. <laughs> let the mouse. You've had your fun. Now let the mouse go. I'm the other thing that. that I thought Kyle was actually a good housewife is because she also knew how to push Denise's buttons to kind of get her there. I thought this was going to be the episode where Denise is like, bravo, bravo, I'm not doing this. Uh, but... It is the episode. Oh, is it? Yes, they have Are they going to continue? Because din- I thought they finished, no? I thought that they left the dinner table, but my brother said that they hadn't. But I also saw a tweet from Frank Costa, is it? Who does the... W- Feisty Frank. Yeah, who does WWHL um, Twitter. And he tweeted out and was like, it's not the... It hasn't finished, is what oh. he said. So I wow. think we even might see it in a flashback, but I don't think it's going to be. I like when uh, Denise said to Kyle, like, you always have to be the center of attention. You always talk down to us, which I don't actually think so. But clearly Denise has some something up her ass with Kyle right now. Oh, she definitely has an issue. Do you have anything else to say about Beverly Hills? I don't think I have anything else to say about Beverly Hills. I think we've ticked it all off. Um, I think maybe we should just again touch on Garcelle because she wasn't really in the episode. I liked seeing her with her family. I thought it was a very nice dynamic. But it's not it's what fine. I'm interested in. Yeah, no. Also, still very, very confused about where she will be living um, deep in the valley also. 
Definitely won't be in Beverly Hills, though. We need to rebrand. I don't re-brand. think she's in the Valley, actually. But uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's take a break and talk about okay. Drag Race. Okay. With a toilet paper shortage crippling the nation, it's time for a bidet. The gay bidet. Your tush will never feel so fresh and so clean after a spray from your very own bidet. Easily adjustable to most toilets, your bidet will be ready for all your messy needs after just five minutes. It claps after every flush. You'll be ready for whatever comes your way after a visit with your bidet. Also available in Disco Deluxe, which sends disco ball strobe lights and colorful lasers all over your bathroom for a truly tubular experience. Go to bidet.com and type in code wannabe for 10% off your very own bidet. Welcome back. You're listening to Wannabe, a pop culture podcast. I am James. And I am John. And we are about to get all dragged up. What a fucking great episode, I have to say right off the bat. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was a great episode. We can agree on something. Let's, I mean, I I have to start off right talking about the Rusical, which they took songs from uh, the RuPaul's Live in Las Vegas drag show. Please don't quote me on the title because I don't know. But um, <laughs> it was like original songs, and there's the song that they sing about the mirror, and it was fucking really good. Uh, well, I thought the whole musical from start to finish was really good. Um, I didn't quite understand what was going on, because at the beginning I thought it was just the rap that they had sung. Which it usually is, yeah. Yeah, so when they started doing all of these big numbers throughout, and especially the window song, I was like, mirror. who's singing? Oh, yeah, the mirror. <laughs> The window, uh, the mirror. I was thinking, who is singing these songs? Because obviously, it's somebody who must sound like them. Because it did sound like them. It did sound like them. Was it not them? It well, no, it was them. Is oh, what okay. we come to find out. I was so confused, but actually, a lot of them can sing. Yeah, I mean, well, it's heavy editing, but they also like trim out so much of the episode because, again, I had no idea that it was going to be that big of a musical number either. With no. set pieces and they they didn't even really show them dancing so so much. I mean, many costume changes, too. That would have taken a long time to film. Oh, yeah. It definitely wasn't one of their live ones. It was, no. It was a production. Yes, it was. It was absolutely fantastic. And I feel like what it made me realize was, first of all, the standard of everybody on the show that we've had thus far, and also that it's the right people that are left. For sure. And again, I hate to bring this up every week, but it, it is quite a shame that we kind of can't get the full Sherry Pie experience because I, I do think she would have been kind of a fun queen if they had left left her in. Yeah, I do. I do agree with you, but I am still in that phase where I still forget she's there, and then when well, she pops they, in, they make it on purpose. <laughs> I know, I know, but I just it just still baffles me that they've done such a good job that I'm forgetting. Yeah, they didn't even show her recording. No. And she crops up and I'm like, oh, what? And it really throws me off. But I know I said this last week and I'm saying it again. I'm sorry, but I hate the way she paints her face. I can't I, I mean, yes, it. we talked about this all the way. I've gotten used to it. It's very Edna Turnblad. It's fine. Do you think that... <laughs> I know that they've said that she's not going to be a part of the finale. Do you think they're going to bring back the eliminated queen to kind of fill that void? I think that they should. 
I'm not sure if they should. I think four for a finale is too much anyway, and I think we have a good final three. But remember, they started shifting up how they did their finale. So right at the beginning of RuPaul's Drag Race, there was always three in the finale. And then they shifted it and started doing four because two of them would battle and then the other two would battle. And then it would come down to the last two. True, but this isn't a a normal year. So who knows how they're even going to do anything. It's going to be, I don't know, how are they going to do a lip sync I'm assuming that we're going to stop now and we're getting a break. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. People are getting no... really creative. I saw on American Idol last night, Katy Perry debuted her new single, Daisies. And mm. I don't know if the... I mean, it was a really interesting performance, uh, like very like VR, like immersive world. I'm I like, saw it. It was this very is clearly not from her home. <laughs> Apparently it was. Yeah. I was like, our production's back and I missed the memo <laughs> because this is like... Like, no, she was clearly on like a, a stage somewhere. Well, I mean, maybe I, she yeah. has a stage. I don't know. I I she mean, killed maybe, nuns. Maybe she was just in her garage and she just has a very big green screen in there. I don't know. But I read that she was at home. But I don't think there's any issue with her driving to a sound st- an empty soundstage. And then just well, somebody filmed one... that performance. There had to be a crew there. <laughs> there was full on lighting. Yeah, there was full on lighting. You're not anyway, wrong. but the point is I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to see that kind of I want to see that excellence for RuPaul's Drag Race, but yeah, but then then it's the same as going into a studio and doing a live lip sync. So that's not changing the format; well, it's we'll just removing the crowd. I don't think RuPaul's Drag Race has always been kind of known to be um, like the lower budget, and like they'll make they'll I don't know what the oh they'll make is, it but work. they'll make a small budget work. Yeah, yeah, they'll so. make it work for sure. But the whole episode was really fantastic. Um, who are you rooting for at this stage? I have a confession to make. Oh, I, I know what you're going to do. I know what you're going to do. What am I going to do? Tell I, me. It's one of two things. It's, oh, I really have misread Gigi the last couple of weeks and she's gone up in my estimations. Nope. Or it's, I've really fallen in love with Crystal Method. That's it. Yeah. I, I am so on Team Crystal right now. I think she brought the most personality in the Rusical. I just think she's the most original. I think she's fun. I don't think Gigi should have actually won this this last challenge. She was fine. She's always uh, fine. I will disagree with you there because uh, so Crystal, you know, has been on in my heart from the beginning and very much my winner from beginning to end. Occasionally, Jada comes in and I think, oh, I think I actually want her to win. But for the most part, Crystal Method from the beginning, right? But I do think Gigi did a better job during the whole performance, looking at it from start to finish of the Rusical. Because she performed like nobody's business and she actually seemed like a, a proper professional like artist at that well, time. Well, she is. She's a good artist and I think she will ultimately win Drag Race. I don't I think, think she is going to win. I think they'll give it to her. I, I just, I have this feeling. I think Jada is a shoe in for All Stars again. Um, Crystal also. I mean, it's... It's, I but can't do you think not, of... But do you not think that if they've not filmed the live finale that they can change their mind at any time? No, of course. They'll read the room and see and see where things are going. I just... I don't... As much as I love Jada, I don't see Jada winning right now. Um, I do see Jada winning. I would love Jada to win, but I, I, I think Crystal Method is kind of the weird queen that we need at this moment in time in a weird way. Like... Like when Jinx Monsoon won, I was like, "Oh, like Jinx is the perfect queen for this kind of moment." And then when Aquaria won, you, you I, I also felt that way. Like, I do I, think I, they tend to get it right. There's, there has been some times where I feel like they have misstepped. Well, All Stars, they've definitely misstepped. Oh yeah, but, uh, but not being funny. But the, by the time you get to All Stars, does it really matter? Like, 
it's really just about the show at that point. It's not well, even I about mean, the competition. Again, I didn't watch last season, so I don't even know who won last season. I didn't. I can't tell you All one stars. contestant from last season. No, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season eleven. Didn't oh watch no, it. I watched. Um, I watched like the first two episodes, and then I didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Didn't hear any buzz. I don't even know who the winner is. But no, um, does it matter? Yes and no. I think, honestly, it's sometimes it's better if you don't win because then you do get to be brought back for All-Stars and yes. you do get to be more involved. Yeah, I, I think so. But then again, it depends because you have people like, uh, let's say, Detox, who who won All-Stars, right? The first one? Did no, she? Morgan, was it? Yeah, Morgan, uh, not, not Morgan, Morgan, Chad Michaels. Yes, that's the one. Um, <laughs> very memorable, obviously. Well, I love Chad uh, no, Michaels. No, no, I'm joking. It's just because I couldn't remember. So... I think that you have people like that absolutely love, but doesn't seem to really be in the public eye much. But then you have people that weren't on All Stars, like Bob the Drag Queen. Yeah. Or was Bob the Drag Queen on All Stars? No, Bob the Drag Queen won his season. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So, you know, it just I mean, it's hit or miss. It's, it's again, yeah. to talk about American Idol again, it, you don't need to win to kind of make your... Kelly Clarkson won and she's been super successful, but Jennifer Hudson didn't win and she has an Oscar. It's just like Shangela has been on the show three times, has not won, but she's been in a movie with Lady Gaga. So it's just very much on. Yeah, it depends. So I, I, I understand, you know, being in a competition, you want to win, but ultimately it doesn't matter. And at this point, they're all so strong that it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I, I think Jackie was eliminated. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, I think Jackie will definitely be brought back for an all-star. She has yes. just the all-stars vibe about her. I think Jackie's great. Um, I, I, I wouldn't mind if she was back in the, in the final four. Um, but I, I don't think, think that she that needs will, to be. I don't think she needs to be, but I think it will happen. If, they, if they're trying to keep the format the same, then that'll be what happens. Otherwise, they'll just switch the format to the final three. Which is fine. Yeah. Either way, I'm fine with it. Whatever. Uh, I, I think Heidi will win Miss Congeniality. Oh, yeah, for down. sure. For sure. Next week they're going to do the reunion, which I'm not. Oh, I think sometimes reunions can go. They they're either super bitchy on Drag Race or mm. they're going to be a love fest. Everyone got along this season. There was really no. There was really no. No, major there fights. wasn't too many dramas. Um, it's funny how I forget about them the second they leave the show. Like I remember too. there was a little bit of hubbub with Davida. <laughs> Who's that? Da, she was the. She. Oh my God. I'm I, sorry, people. I remember Davina Ocampo from English one, but I don't no, know about this it one. No, was the, the kind of... Oh, no, the one I hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was her name? Um, From New York. Davida? No, no, not Jan. No, not Jan. I like Jan. Oh. I uh, like Jan the too. one with the big mouth. Oh, no, no, no. Not not. not oh, Brita. Brita Filter. I was like, yeah, uh, not Brita Filter. Um, the black one. Uh, Davida? Danny DeVita is all I can think every time you say DeVita. Um, no, I don't know who you're talking well, about. Well, she kind oh, of she had was, some fights. Yeah, yeah. I kind of remember it's swirling around in my head, but I, honestly, I can't yeah. really remember. Obviously, forgettable. Yeah. But either way, it's going to be a love fest, I think. Yeah. Heidi will get Miss Congeniality and... But, you know, whatever. It's an extra episode of television. So. For sure. But then, again, I didn't... Right the second that it's over, then All Stars will be starting up like in two weeks, so... We 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 have plenty to talk about. These we next few really weeks. do. There's not going to be a lull. No, there there won't be a lull. I also wanted to point out that you said so. I don't know if you've noticed this from the cup, last couple of episodes. You've 
often commented on something and then the next week it happens, i.e. when you was talking about Vanessa Williams mm. and then she ended up being on the Drag Race episode. Mm-hmm. And then last week you mentioned how it's weird that Carson and... Ross. Ross are never on the same episode. Well, they usually do do the... They usually do do the... Um, do do. <laughs> they, they do the last episode together. Well, there you go. So you, I was like, why is John said they never do the episodes together? And here they are. Widow Von Du was the name, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to kill me. Oh, my God. Yes. So not, not Davida at all, but Widow Von Du. I was close. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I wouldn't even say that she created much drama. I would say no. that she created much drama with herself. Yeah. Like, well, she, she had was... a few episodes where she was pissed at people, but yeah. it wasn't anything too bad. Uh, no, she was. I found her to be super annoying, but... Yeah. She wasn't like a, a terrible person. But I think that that just shows like, yeah, drama can be fun on reality shows. It usually is. But it's also it can also be quite refreshing to just see like a normal competition where people just showcase their talents and their comedy skills. And yeah. that's it. It doesn't need to be overly produced. No. I mean, <laughs> one would argue that it kind of is to a degree. But I, you know, it's a great show. Well, it's it's segmented, but I wouldn't say it's overly produced this season. No, yeah, no, then there's not, it doesn't feel like there's producers in the background trying to rile up storylines or anything like that. It's just whatever's happening is happening. Yeah, it's it's not like for the Real Housewives, which of course we love as we just spend a whole half hour talking about them. It's not like before they sit down to a dinner, a producer will say, okay, at some point during this dinner, I need you to bring this up and say this to this person. Yeah. And if you don't do it, we're just going to redo that scene, which I've seen them do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it doesn't feel like overly produced. No, 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 it definitely doesn't have that vibe at all. No, no. Well, it'll be interesting to see what occurs this week as we approach the reunion, and then they—I guess—they're going to announce what they're going to do. I don't—I don't know. We'll They've—they've announced it. Oh, they have. There was a press release. Uh, it's just going to be live. They said they'll. Oh. I mean, it'll—it'll it'll be a unique. I don't know if it's going to be live, live, but they're—they're going to do like unique performances that only RuPaul's Drag Race can do. So I'm sure they're—they're they're cooking up something fun. Oh, good. Well, I'll be interested to see. And on that note... <laughs> Thank God you'll be interested to see. <laughs> on that note, let's switch things up a little bit. Scripted shows, which yes. occupy a majority of my time, I'll say, but we rarely talk about them because it's obviously much more fun to talk about reality. But there are a few scripted shows that I want to put on people's radars. Um, Please do, because I don't. I did read your list, and none of them rang a bell. Well, there's this new show that came out, I think, last week on Amazon Prime. It's called Upload. Um, oh, yeah, I did see. I watched the whole season yesterday. It's ten Are episodes, but literally, it's twenty minute episodes, which but I could I'm not be shocked. more refreshed. Why? It's a comedy, and it looks terrible. I know it looks it's... terrible. No, it's actually it feels a little bit like a web show, but it's the production value is good, and it's about this guy who dies, but in the future, instead of dying, you have the chance to have your like conscious be uploaded into like a permanent like heaven sort of place but um i don't know it was just really cute really easy to watch and i don't know i liked it i i I watched the trailer and i was i turned it off because literally the only reason i watched it was because it was (laughs) one o'clock on saturday night and i couldn't sleep because i had had too much coca-cola and (laughs) i was like well what the fuck am i gonna watch i need something so i watched upload and it was a delightful 10 episodes Uh, i have to say you was just in that state of mind so no, but it's true. I don't really enjoy comedies, but it's it's more of a satire. It's not like a sitcom comedy where, you know, laugh, laugh, ha, ha, ha. 
But the no. lead is really charming, and he's very good looking. Any others on the, that list, please? Uh, well, to go on a completely different <laughs> path, I started watching, because I swear I've watched fucking everything now. So I was like, hmm, what international shows can I watch? Oh. So I watched the South Korean show called Kingdom, which is set in the 1500s. Um, it's about a zombie kind of apocalypse, and it's mm-hmm. really... it's. I've seen three episodes so far. It's only 12 for two seasons, but it's really, really well done. The set, the costumes, it's good. It's really good. You're really surprising me with these choices here. Zombie movies, comedies, I don't know who I'm talking to. Well, and then my third one is also kind of a comedy. It also came out on Hulu. Okay, so I've done Amazon Prime, Netflix, and now I'm doing one on Hulu, Uh which came out on Friday. It's called The Great. It's about Catherine the Great. It stars Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, who kind of reminds me of Terry, your brother, by the way, in a weird way. I don't know who he is, but I'll investigate. He used to date Jennifer Lawrence for years. He was in the X-Men movies. He's British, English. Okay, but I still can't. He's not in my head. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, The Great (laughs) is also, it's a satire comedy um, about Catherine the Great set in the late 1700s about how she, you know, became Empress of Russia and then uh, did a coup to overthrow her husband and become yeah. like one of Russia's greatest leaders. But it's, oh, it's really well done, too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like the favorite, actually. It's almost oh, okay. exactly like the favorite. It's the same tone. Nicholas Holt's actually in the favorite. Oh, OK. All right. Well, that sounds great. Uh, <laughs> look forward to catching up on two of those because I definitely won't be jumping into that. Episode, was it called? Upload? Upload. Upload. Yeah, no, not jumping into that. Um, I'm slowly making my way through Hollywood. I discussed it on a previous episode that I wasn't Mm. entirely sure. It's polarizing. I enjoy it more, but I'm still like, it's one of those things you're watching and you're appreciating, I'm fully appreciating it. Like, it's not like I'm watching it and disliking it. I'm appreciating it, but I'm not getting like any, any... Feeling. You don't feel the need to. You I'm don't get excited jumping, to watch. No, it. I don't jump to the next episode. I can watch one, and then I'll be like, okay, what am I going to watch now? I need to change the vibe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that. Yeah. It's that. Uh, I did see today on Twitter that Netflix are releasing season two of that show that I now have no memory of the name with the superheroes. Umbrella Academy. That's it. Yes. Yeah. I've that, never seen Umbrella Academy. Well, that was polarizing for me also the first season. I thoroughly enjoyed the last half of the first season. The first half I really struggled, but I powered through because everyone said it got good. And the last couple of episodes were pretty amazing. And so I actually look forward to season two. So I should watch Umbrella Academy next. I think you might as well. Like if you've literally got nothing to watch. Well, was that or Jack Ryan? I didn't know what to do. Oh my God, Jack Ryan is so good. I might have to do that next after I finish fucking kingdom and now the great <laughs> well, quite a lot i'm also reading okay <laughs> and working but i don't know yeah i i, I want to see umbrella academy because I, I i did you ever you watch the we've talked about this the boys on amazon prime yeah is, yeah, yeah. is also like a really it's good it's not like that show. at all it's not like that at all it's more straight superhero because no boys is more of like an alternative superhero show no, the, no it's definitely alternative where they're like not like it, so basic uh, the basis is that they were formulated this way essentially i was formulated this way um i think i can now can't remember if that's even a true statement but that that feels right to me and it's more just focused around like just a tiny group of people who are actually like a family 
and then it's like all disjointed and there's it's it's a lot more about fi family dynamics than it is about anything else until towards the end when there's like all these problems that start coming in and they have to start using their powers but for the first half it's not very much power related or anything like that so it gets better and better which is a good thing because it's yeah it's it builds worse when it gets the other way you know it definitely builds but it, it's not as slow paced on some episodes and it was rough but i still highly recommend it I think uh, maybe I'll watch the first episode tonight since I'm I'm in a sampling mood. I want to watch a little bit of everything. Okay. Yeah. You do that. A little yeah. smorgasbord of TV shows. And <laughs> there's still the Real Housewives of Potomac at some point. Ah! Oh, I finished. Finally. I finished. Yeah, I Actually, finished. Actually, that was really quick. Never mind. I watched it in three weeks. <laughs> well, now you can re go back and watch season one, which you didn't do. No, I'm not bothered about doing that. Mm, I never watched Katie before she was crazy. No, I'm fine about it. I never went back to the beginning of Atlanta either. So I'm just not like oh. I'm just letting it move on. So anyone that hasn't seen Potomac because they judged it like I did, please, 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 please go and watch it. It quickly came up my list of favorite housewives. I think I prefer it to Atlanta. Right now, sure. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Right now. Remember, so, I told, I've been telling you this for years. I, I told know, you about RuPaul's Drag Race for I years. I know. Nobody, you have, have to be in the mood. It has to be, it's not the time. No. It's not the time. Things have to be right, guys. Things have to be right. Do it when the universe says. Speaking of which, I think that's all I got for you today. <laughs> that is, the universe is saying goodbye. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess we'll be back again for another Housewives RuPaul Drag Race catch-up session. Well, I mean, it'll be going on for the summer, and I think this is this is fun for us right now. Yeah. And think, if you want to... I think if you get your test results back, we should maybe do this in person from afar. Yes. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Anything can happen. Who knows? Okay. Uh, you can follow us at wannabepotty, P-O-D-D-Y, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And you can find our personal accounts linked from that account as well. We're there. We're there. I mean, mine's Mr. James Stapes. It's super easy. John's is more complicated. You can mm. just delve around. Mine's just at John Raphael. <laughs> on one of them, and then it's a whole different name on another. Whatever. First uh, of all. Making people work. We shouldn't have any audio issues this week, but if we do, blame James. True. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See you. It's been wonderful. Goodbye. <laughs>